A reading from the book of Ecclesiastes. All this I laid to heart, examining it all, how the righteous and the wise and their deeds are in the hand of God, whether it is love or hate, one does not know. Everything that confronts them is vanity, since the same fate comes to all, to the righteous and the wicked, to the good and the evil, to the clean and the unclean, to those who sacrifice and those who do not sacrifice. As are the good, so are the sinners. Those who swear are like those who shun an oath. There is an evil in all that happens under the sun, that the same fate comes to everyone. Moreover, the hearts of all are full of evil. Madness is in their hearts while they live, and after that they go to the dead. But whoever is joined with all the living has hope, for a living dog is better than a dead lion. The living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. They have no more reward, and even the memory of them is lost. Their love and their hate and their envy have already perished. Never again will they have any share in all that happens under the sun. Go, eat your bread with enjoyment, and drink your wine with a merry heart. For God has long ago approved what you do. Let your garments always be white. Do not let oil be lacking on your head. Enjoy life with the wife whom you love all the days of your vain life that are given to you under the sun, because that is your portion in life and in your toil at which you toil under the sun. Whatever your hand finds to do, do with all your might, for there is no work or thought or knowledge or wisdom in Sheol to which you are going. Again, I saw that under the sun, the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the intelligent, nor favor to the skillful, but time and chance happen to them all. For no one can anticipate the time of disaster. Like fish taken in a cruel net, and like birds caught in a snare, so mortals are snared at a time of calamity when it suddenly falls upon them. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks. Thanks be to God.
A reading from the Gospel according to John. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, the Son can do nothing on his own, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, the Son does likewise. The Father loves the Son and shows him that all that he himself is doing, and he will show him greater works than these so that you will be astonished. Indeed, just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the Son gives life to whomsoever he wishes. The Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son, so that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Anyone who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Very truly I tell you, anyone who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come under judgment, but has passed from death to life. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you.
that whom to see is to live. Grant that with thy servant John Donne we may see thy glory in the face of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and then, with all our skill and wit, offer thee our crown of prayer and praise, until by his grace we stand in that last and everlasting day, when death itself will die, and all will live in thee, who with the Holy Ghost and the same Lord Jesus Christ art one God in everlasting light and glory. Most holy God, the source of all good desires, all right judgments, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, so that our minds may be fixed upon the doing of your will, and that we, being delivered from the fear of all enemies, may live in peace and quietness, through the mercies of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Lord Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way, kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. welcome you to Trinity Cathedral. We thank you, as always, for joining us in keeping the appointment here on Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. And uh, we, uh, we welcome uh, some, a special visitor from, uh, from California today who is the grandmother of one of our sopranos. So welcome, underline welcome. And uh, always very special to have multiple generations of a family here for even song. Our uh, homilist is the Reverend Brad Purdom, and Brad is on the diocesan staff here as canon of congregations, so he tends to uh, cover a lot of miles in this northern half of uh, the diocese, or the northern half of the state of Ohio, which constitutes our diocese. So we thank Brad for uh, taking time out of his busy schedule to join us tonight, and uh, we Look forward to your words. Thank you, Brad. John Donne is certainly considered one of the greatest of English poets 
particularly of his time, but really for much longer than that. He is also considered by many to be perhaps the first of the English metaphysical poets. Metaphysical in this sense meaning poems that explore the connections between the physical and spiritual realms of life. It's important to note that such poetry doesn't explain those connections, but rather explore them. Long before Dunn was ordained and became the most well-known preacher in England, he was famous as a poet of eroticism. Among his consistent themes were the passions and pathos of seduction, love, and physical intimacy, all told in beautiful and for the time often explicit metaphor and verse. Now I'm sharing this aspect of John Donne and his work with you this evening, not only because it's a cracking good way to begin a sermon about a 16th century poet, but more importantly, because it speaks to the depth behind what I said a moment ago about Dunn's exploring rather than explaining the mysteries of human physical and spiritual interplay. Consider again with a little editing our reading from Ecclesiastes. It almost sounds as if it were written by Dunn. Again, I saw under the sun the race is not to the swift, nor bread to the wise, but time and chance happen to them all. For no one can anticipate the time of disaster like fish taken in a cruel net. So mortals are snared at a time of calamity. So, enjoy life with the wife whom you love. All the days of your vain life that are given to you under the sun, because that is your portion in life and in your toil. Like that passage from Ecclesiastes, in his sermons and writings, Dunn makes no effort to explain why, for example, bad things happen to good people and vice versa. Instead, he opens that mystery and so many others in ways both sober, clear-eyed, joyful, and grateful. And in all of that, exploring the reality of life's interplay between emptiness and hope, tragedy and beauty. Last week, I saw a video of a six-year-old girl standing in a basement bomb shelter singing in her native Ukrainian the Let It Go song from the Disney movie Frozen. 
The basement was silent. As she sang in her clear, beautiful little voice to 50 or more crowded people there with her. At the end, with a tiny smile, still speaking in Ukrainian, of course, she said, I've wanted to sing for people my whole life. I've wanted to sing for people my whole life, and this is my favorite song, and I am singing it for you. If I could speak Ukrainian and sing like so many of you do, I'd sing the chorus of Let It Go right now. Because... I know you know this because that's what, this is why you come here on Wednesday nights. Because passion, beauty, and hope are often the richest and most contagious gifts we can give and receive. One last thought. It would be logical to assume or to imagine that by the time Dunn became famous as a preacher, he had left the erotic poetry behind. Well, I am glad to report that is not the case. Rather, for the most part, he just changed the object of his passion from his lovers to his Lord. Praying that God, as just one example, might ravish him. It is ironic that we Episcopalians and of course many others have been known to criticize contemporary Christian music as Jesus is my boyfriend songs when one might argue that our beloved John Donne actually invented the genre. I say that of course with apologies to Song of Songs. If there is a learning for us in that, perhaps it is that passion in our love of God, genuine, emotional passion, is not only okay, it is to be hoped for, prayed for, sought after, and nurtured. And just to be clear, I don't mean here passion for social justice or passion for good liturgy or passion for other good and important things we consider part and parcel of our faith. I mean passion for God, for the person of God. Passion for Christ. Passion for Jesus. Spending time with John Donne this week has reminded me of that. And I will add, has given me my prayer for the rest of Lent, 
Holy Week and Easter. May my love for you, Jesus, be not rekindled, but inflamed. May my passion for you be not only in my mind, but in every part of my body, every part of my spirit, every part of my life, and every part of my love. Amen.
If you'll please join me in the collect for John Dunn, number five. Bring us, O Lord God, at our last awakening into the house and gate of heaven to enter into that gate and dwell in that house where thou shalt be no darkness or dazzling, but one equal light, no noise or silence, but one equal music, no fears nor hopes, but one equal possession, no ends or beginnings, but one equal eternity in the habitations of thy glory and dominion, world without end. Amen. May the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And may God's blessing and God's own passion be with you this night and evermore. Amen.
A reading from the book of Ecclesiastes. All this I laid to heart, examining it all, how the righteous and the wise and their deeds are in the hand of God, whether it is love or hate, one does not know. Everything that confronts them is vanity, since the same fate comes to all, to the righteous and the wicked, to the good and the evil, to the clean and the unclean, to those who sacrifice and those who do not sacrifice. As are the good, so are the sinners. Those who swear are like those who shun an oath. There is an evil in all that happens under the sun, that the same fate comes to everyone. Moreover, the hearts of all are full of evil. Madness is in their hearts while they live, and after that they go to the dead. But whoever is joined with all the living has hope, for a living dog is better than a dead lion. The living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. They have no more reward, and even the memory of them is lost. Their love and their hate and their envy have already perished. Never again will they have any share in all that happens under the sun. Go, eat your bread with enjoyment, and drink your wine with a merry heart, for God has long ago approved what you do. Let your garments always be white. Do not let oil be lacking on your head. Enjoy life with the wife whom you love all the days of your vain life that are given to you under the sun because that is your portion in life and in your toil at which you toil under the sun. Whatever your hand finds to do, do with all your might, for there is no work or thought or knowledge or wisdom in Sheol to which you are going. Again, I saw that under the sun the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the intelligent, nor favor to the skillful, but time and chance happen to them all. For no one can anticipate the time of disaster. Like fish taken in a cruel net, and like birds caught in a snare, so mortals are snared at a time of calamity when it suddenly falls upon them. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
A reading from the Gospel according to John. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, the Son can do nothing on His own, but only what He sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, the Son does likewise. The Father loves the Son and shows Him that all that He Himself is doing, and He will show Him greater works than these, so that you will be astonished. Indeed, just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the Son gives life to whomsoever He wishes. The Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son, so that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Anyone who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Very truly I tell you, anyone who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come under judgment, but has passed from death to life. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people.
believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you.
see, yet whom to see is to live. Grant that with thy servant John done, we may see thy glory in the face of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and then, with all our skill and wit, offer thee our crown of prayer and praise, until by his grace we stand in that last and everlasting day, when death itself will die, and all will live in thee, who with the Holy Ghost and the same Lord Jesus Christ Art one God in everlasting light and glory. Amen. Most holy God, the source of all good desires, all right judgments, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give so that our minds may be fixed upon the doing of your will, and that we, being delivered from the fear of all enemies, may live in peace and quietness through the mercies of Jesus Christ our Savior. welcome you to Trinity Cathedral. We thank you, as always, for joining us in keeping the appointment here on Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. And uh, we, uh, we welcome uh, some, a special visitor from, uh, from California today who is the grandmother of one of our sopranos. So welcome, underline welcome. And uh, always very special to have multiple generations of a family here for even song. Our uh, homilist is the Reverend Brad Purdom, and Brad is on the diocesan staff here as canon of congregations, so he tends to uh, cover a lot of miles in this northern half of uh, the diocese, or the northern half of the state of Ohio, which constitutes our diocese. So we thank Brad for uh, taking time out of his busy schedule to join us tonight, and uh, we Look forward to your words. Thank you, Brad. John Dunn is certainly considered one of the greatest of English poets 
particularly of his time, but really for much longer than that. He is also considered by many to be perhaps the first of the English metaphysical poets. Metaphysical in this sense meaning poems that explore the connections between the physical and spiritual realms of life. It's important to note that such poetry doesn't explain those connections, but rather explore them. Long before Dunn was ordained and became the most well-known preacher in England, he was famous as a poet of eroticism. Among his consistent themes were the passions and pathos of seduction, love, and physical intimacy, all told in beautiful and for the time often explicit metaphor and verse. Now I'm sharing this aspect of John Donne and his work with you this evening, not only because it's a cracking good way to begin a sermon about a 16th century poet, but more importantly, because it speaks to the depth behind what I said a moment ago about Dunn's exploring rather than explaining the mysteries of human physical and spiritual interplay. Consider again with a little editing our reading from Ecclesiastes. It almost sounds as if it were written by Dunn. Again, I saw under the sun the race is not to the swift, nor bread to the wise, but time and chance happen to them all. For no one can anticipate the time of disaster like fish taken in a cruel net. So mortals are snared at a time of calamity. So, enjoy life with the wife whom you love. All the days of your vain life that are given to you under the sun, because that is your portion in life and in your toil. Like that passage from Ecclesiastes, in his sermons and writings, Dunn makes no effort to explain why, for example, bad things happen to good people and vice versa. Instead, he opens that mystery and so many others in ways both sober, clear-eyed, joyful, and grateful. And in all of that, exploring the reality of life's interplay between emptiness and hope, tragedy and beauty. Last week, I saw a video of a six-year-old girl standing in a basement bomb shelter singing in her native Ukrainian the Let It Go song from the Disney movie Frozen. 
The basement was silent as she sang in her clear, beautiful little voice to 50 or more crowded people there with her. At the end, with a tiny smile, still speaking in Ukrainian, of course, she said, I've wanted to sing for people my whole life. I've wanted to sing for people my whole life, and this is my favorite song, and I am singing it for you. If I could speak Ukrainian and sing like so many of you do, I'd sing the chorus of Let It Go right now. Because... I know you know this because that's what, this is why you come here on Wednesday nights. Because passion, beauty, and hope are often the richest and most contagious gifts we can give and receive. One last thought. It would be logical to assume or to imagine that by the time Dunn became famous as a preacher, he had left the erotic poetry behind. Well, I am glad to report that is not the case. Rather, for the most part, he just changed the object of his passion from his lovers to his Lord. Praying that God, as just one example, might ravish him. It is ironic that we Episcopalians and of course many others have been known to criticize contemporary Christian music as Jesus is my boyfriend songs when one might argue that our beloved John Donne actually invented the genre. I say that of course with apologies to Song of Songs. If there is a learning for us in that, perhaps it is that passion in our love of God, genuine emotional passion, is not only okay, it is to be hoped for, prayed for, sought after, and nurtured. And just to be clear, I don't mean here passion for social justice or passion for good liturgy or passion for other good and important things we consider part and parcel of our faith. I mean passion for God, for the person of God, passion for Christ passion for Jesus. Spending time with John Donne this week has reminded me of that. And I will add, has given me my prayer for the rest of Lent, 
Holy Week and Easter. May my love for you, Jesus, be not rekindled, but inflamed. May my passion for you be not only in my mind, but in every part of my body, every part of my spirit, every part of my life, and every part of my love. Amen.
you'll please join me in the collect for John Dunn, number five. Bring us, O Lord God, at our last awakening into the house and gate of heaven to enter into that gate and dwell in that house where thou shalt be no darkness or dazzling, but one equal light, no noise or silence, but one equal music, no fears nor hopes, but one equal possession, no ends or beginnings, but one equal eternity in the habitations of thy glory and dominion, world without end. Amen. May the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And may God's blessing and God's own passion be with you this night and evermore. Amen. <laughs>